Hello and welcome to my Xbox and me episode 348. I am one of your hosts, MC Fixer, alongside the one and only Two Fresh Crash. Crash, how are you? I'm doing good. And no the one and only. Oh, no map, no map this week. No so map. Is, is this my fault this week? I can't tell. I don't think it's anybody's fault this week. Like he just couldn't do the I weekend, yeah, and we 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 had planned to do it late this week because yeah. I'm going away. So I feel like it's his fault. I don't, I don't, I don't want to say it's his fault. Do you know what I'm gonna do? One second, I'm gonna check like, my diary. Just do it. I'm pretty sure we booked this in. I'm but gonna check my diary. Do you know when we booked? Do you know when? No, no. Do you know when we booked it in? No. I'm pretty sure we booked it in on Tuesday. Oh really? Yeah. I haven't got it on my diary. So, I'm pretty yeah. sure he booked it in on Tuesday. Okay, I'll allow it. I'll allow it. I'll allow it. But this I don't time. think Matt could do Tuesday anyway, if I'm not mistaken. Because Matt messaged the group saying, I don't think I can, I can't do the podcast do today. Feel free to carry on, if I'm not mistaken. We should have done it Tuesday. Then we could have recorded it again today. Then it could have been Matt's fault. Then we could have blamed Matt. Um, <laughs> if you didn't know, My Xbox and Me is a weekly Xbox podcast right here on YouTube.com slash My Xbox and Me. And of course, all podcast services. Uh, yeah, if you didn't know, obviously, come check us out. If you aren't subscribed over on the YouTube channel, please come and hit the subscribe button. We would appreciate it. Um, Crush, video game news is, is it's light. It's like this week, my guy. It's like it this really week. It's is. like it knew I was going on I, holiday. It was like, do you know what, Fix? We can give you a light week this week just so you can uh, ease into next week and be okay, you know? Yeah. yeah this, honestly, this probably would have been the better news to have for next week. Yeah. While you're away. Yeah, but, I guess. But, ah, yeah. Things happen. Things happen. Next no. week, bear with us. There is going to be an episode. It may be slow getting uploaded, which... Technically, you're going to be like, well, you're always slow anyway. It comes out on Sundays. No, it doesn't. It's not meant to, okay? But uh, I'm going to America. For those who don't know, I'm making my first trip to America. I'm very excited. All my COVID tests are done. Everything is ready. And I'm going to the wonderful state of Texas. And everyone keeps asking me, Crush, everybody, why the hell are you going to Texas? (laughs) (laughs) Literally, it was like, you've been dreaming of going to America and you're going to Texas. And I'm like... Yes, yes I am. I'm going to see my fiance's family. All right, so get over it. That's a good reason to be it's honest. A great That's reason. a good reason. It's a great. You ready? Are, you, are so. you ready to see my Instagram story of just me on a horse? It's <laughs> gonna be so funny, bro. It's gonna look so weird, right? Me <laughs> with a cowboy so hat, with sitting on a giant horse. I'm so. so you're gonna... I'm... Yes. Whatever the sure, question is, yes. <laughs> Oh, yeah, cowboy okay. hat. If they, if they offer me boots, cowboy hat, oh, I'm going the full. Bro, you'll go I'm, the full. I'm going. If, they, if they've got spare and it can fit me, I'm going for it, baby. I'm in. I'm in. I'm 10 yeah, days of living on a it. ranch. I'm going to be out there with the nature. I'm going to. Yeah, man, I'm ready. I'm ready to, to leave my city life behind. Streaming. What's that? <laughs> Video games. Who cares? I'm you a could, cowboy. You could stream your life on the ranch. I'm going to vlog. What, you know what's better than a farming simulator? A real-life farming simulator fix. That's you. Sounds like hell. I can't lie. We'll see what <laughs> happens, though. Uh, big shout-out to our Patreon producers, the one and only Aaron God. Thank you very much, sir. And Mr. FNH Paul himself. Topic of the show this week, Crush. 
uh, rock star in the news uh, for all the wrong reasons by some people's account and I guess on other people's accounts, the right reasons. It depends on which side of the fence you sit on. Uh, Rockstar Games reveals a GTA Plus subscription service for Xbox Series X. Uh, slash S and PS5. Uh, Rockstar has announced GTA uh, Plus on Friday, a new subscription service that brings new benefits like monthly cash and more for players on current generation hardware. According to the announcement, GTA Plus is an exclusive uh, to G uh, Grand Theft Auto Online players on Xbox Series S x and ps5 and for six dollars a month players get bonuses such as 500,000 gta cash a special auto shop unique parts and emblems and more note that if subscriber uh, note that if you subscribe uh, you'll need to claim the monthly benefits before they disappear We've got a couple of questions to bring in here, so let's go with the first one from TopLift91, who says, Rockstar just announced a paid subscription service to the next-gen ports of GTA 5. What are your thoughts on this? And do you think uh, we will start to see more games in the future adopt subscription service models? Number one, what do I think? We'll start there. Unless you want to kick us off, Chris. You got a, you got a strong opinion on this one? I don't want to come in too hot. I don't really have a strong opinion on this one. No. Okay, my, my my thought process for this one's pretty simple. Which, and I know people do call me a corporate show and stuff like that, and I get that. I do side with uh, corporations a lot, which I don't mean to. I just can always see it from their point of view. And I'm, but I'm quick to call people out when they're wrong as well. I don't see this as the heinous cash grab that some people are calling it, personally. If you are a Twitch Prime subscriber, you was already getting benefits of 500,000 and all that stuff into to be able to get that. That's probably going to stop now, we assume. Like, they're not going to still give that stuff away now. They're going to want to charge you the six bucks a month. I just don't see the difference between this and microtransactions at the end of the day, apart from if you want this, you can pay for it and you can skip the grind and you can skip all the, the problems that are in gta online now considering how long the ecosystem's been alive if you jump into gta online right now you are going to get destroyed like it's as yeah. simple as that people are driving around in deloreans and in lambos and in this and in that and you are starting out with a level one character you have nothing if this helps you alleviate that for a month and helps you get your character in a better position for a month or however long it is you want to pay for it what is the problem in that? Yeah, no, I, I, I kind of agree. I do think that the fact that you have to claim it every month, that's kind of silly. Um, especially like if somebody just forgets and they're like, I'm really busy this month. I haven't been able to hop on or whatever. I think that's a little silly. I do know that you get, I believe you get cars, early access to vehicles, and that could be a little bit uh, problematic, but vehicles i think I'd, i assume at a certain point like most of the new vehicles are going to be just as fast and it's not really going to be that big of a difference but i don't know i don't play gta like that um and five hundred thousand a month i don't think that's really that enough. much it's not enough to be fair, yeah. it's not enough for being honest it's <laughs> I don't not think, enough <laughs> yeah because i think from where we were and we left off with the new stuff from then mm -hmm. it was like a million plus to yeah. start investing you couldn't really invest with five hundred thousand. so looking at that is like five hundred thousand might just be to get your foot in I'm it guessing, and like, we want more money from you monthly 
I could be talking out my butt here, but I'm guessing the 500,000 will probably let you do the first heist, which then you would get that money back plus more is probably how they're looking at it, which is like, okay, you can get a start. You can start the big content, which is the highest. It is all that new content they've just right. put out as well. Obviously, you've got the Dr. Dre stuff. And the thing I don't understand no. is people are annoyed about all like people are annoyed about having to pay not having to having the option to pay six pound a month but they're very happy to keep taking this content for free we're happy to yeah, have the dr dre content uh, and not pay extra that's all free right? all free all free. that had to i can guarantee you the dr dre uh, content cost a bag a yeah. really really big bag a ridiculous amount and they're not charging people for it not the rockstar can't afford it is is like oh, we're not absolutely. i'm not sitting there saying this but i think i just don't I know what I know. People are gonna be like, but GTA is the best-selling game in history, number one, and GTA um, Five is doing crazy numbers on MPD. It does crazy shark cards. Why do they need this? I think this is just them streamlining all of their services. They've they they made the play for the Rockstar um, player yeah. on PC already. They're just getting things in line. I don't see it as a big heinous terrible thing to have because it's optional you don't have to buy it yeah i think if it felt like it was something mandatory like hey you have to do this to get access to this specific type of content yeah i think that's a problem because i don't think most people will be affected by this existing is that a problem though what if they came out and was like the Dr. Dre content, which is a whole album, which is a but, whole heist, which is the, and this is our expansion in quotes of the GTA. I know that would segment the audience. I, That's why they haven't done that, right? I think that would be fine. To that be would be fu- you, yeah. Like, offer an expansion. What I meant by like extra content is like, oh, we're gonna have heists locked behind this monthly of fee, and it is yeah. a monthly fee. It's not like you're outright buying it and you can yeah. do it whenever you want and all that stuff. I think that's where a problem could come up. But that's not what um, this but with is. What they have, so yeah, this is well, like sort of pay them off. They get a bon- get some bonuses. Yeah, right. I think that's fine. Um, to was it Topliff that asked the question? Yeah. yeah, I do. I do. I wouldn't be surprised if more online games battle passes are essentially this. If you really think about it, well, you it pay is a subscription a month model. For, not yeah. It's some not, games do it monthly. Some no. games do it like bi bi monthly, where it's like eighty days. For what does a season? What does a season work out to be nowadays on Fortnite? On for on Fortnite, I think it is monthly. So that's okay. Monthly. So yeah. your your battle so, pass renews every month. I, I, yeah. nah, it can't be monthly. I th- it might be a little bit. It can't month. be monthly. I think it's because the, the new seasons just dropped, right? And there was that old season. Yeah. We didn't report on that a month ago. No way. So it's longer than that. We, uh, to be fair, I haven't added a Fortnite, any Fortnite <laughs> stuff in a very, very long time. So <laughs> it's been irrelevant to us, but not anymore. We'll talk about yeah. that later. Um, yeah. yeah I, don't, I just, I just don't see it as such a terrible thing because to me, and maybe I'm wrong because I'm not in that community. Maybe if I was in that yeah. community and I really cared about that and, and just because I'm getting older as well, I feel like it's more. If you can't afford the six pound a month, and it takes away from your enjoyment, that's where the problem is. But if you can afford it, and it doesn't hamper anybody else's experience, it just allows you to engage your like not engage. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, enhance your experience. I have no problem with. Yeah. That. Do you know how much um, money costs in GTA? Because I no, will say. I don't. No. Um. 
The one thing I will say is I think 500000 doesn't end up being cheaper. Like, I think if you were getting a deal for the money with the monthly fee, I think that would... eleven ninety nine in the UK would get you 1.2... Uh, uh, sorry. 1.25 million for eleven so ninety nine. Okay, and this is for six dollars. So yeah, um, so for for so you get less money, but you're getting all the other extras, emblems, all the other crap that some people care about, some people don't care about. Um, yeah, that's their decision, you know. And then they've got one on here, which is this is I'm looking at this, and this is crazy, bro. Sixty four ninety nine for eight million. Only eight million. <laughs> Only eight million. And then they got a thirty oh, pound card here for thirty. They got a thirty. Yeah. Uh, sorry, a thirty pound card here for three point five million. There you go. Five five hundred thousand dollars is five ninety nine on Amazon right now. Okay, so instead of buying, okay, so it's so like instead of buying five hundred thousand, yeah, I kind of wish card, you're then getting all the other added, added bonuses. Yeah, I kind of wish that was a little bit better for the consumer side. Or it's like seven fifty instead, or something like that. But I'm not mad at it either way. But then again, like you mentioned, like we don't play that. Yeah. I don't play GTA at all. You don't play that. That GTA. GTA. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I just I'm not I'm not. I can see the other side of the argument. Don't get me wrong. Video games are already hella expensive. Um, there's already microtransactions and stuff like that. I don't think this is the hill I would be willing to die on. Is well, my thing. Here's here's what I will say. I think GTA microtransactions in general and the need for as much money as the game requires mm -hmm. makes sense for people who have played a long time. It's pretty egregious for somebody who doesn't play constantly. And I like think that's where the argument in, is, right? It's yeah. For me, it would be like I, I already think like the money system they have is kind of ridiculous. But, to a degree to a degree it is I'm not for new players for, for me and you yeah. if we had stuck at it though we would be the kings and we'd love gta but because we never stuck at it we're now Absolutely. like bro you want me to go and talk to lamar again to go do that mission and i have to do it 10 I times to make that. 10k do you, so do you know what i mean like yeah. that's why yeah, we yeah. get frustrated because we don't have the built-in income. The problem is there was a bunch of cheaters in GTA Online that messed with the ecosystem, especially on PC. Yeah. Same, it happened on console as well. It's it's just been a it's been an interesting road, and I think I think the big thing that people are scared of is how does this move forward in other games. As long as the benefits are there for me, I'm okay with it. Like yeah. the five hundred thousands are given. Okay, let's talk about these unique special uh, auto shop items. Unique uh, paints, unique emblems, and more. What is the and more? Like, am I getting yeah. am I getting early access to guns? Am I getting an exclusive gun that I get for being a GTA Plus subscriber? Like, what added bonuses am I getting for giving you £6 a month? Because that's a lot of money. Or $6 a month. That's a lot of money. It's a lot of money in the grand yeah. scheme of things. Yeah. Uh, I, I feel like hopefully they don't go the exclusive gun route. And if especially if the gun's good. No, at I that agree. point, you can argue Alice games issues. like... Pay to win. Yeah, yeah. Which is a bigger problem. Than, is it, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. No, I was, I was going to say, technically, it already is pay to win, but it's technically not because you can still earn all the other stuff. It just takes yeah. a very long time. It's pay to... It's, it's pay to... Pay to be the best. Pay, pay to be the best, yeah. <laughs> and then you've got me who still misses our shots. Um, yeah. <laughs> to answer the question, do we see... Future games adopting this? Yes, 100%. Everyone is moving to subscription models. Yeah. They all understand 
that look you've got ubisoft plus you've got game pass you've got project spartacus or whatever it's bloody called for playstation yeah. everybody knows they need to be in the subscription game netflix disney yeah. plus hulu uh wb max like all every, games are moving there as well whether you like it or not they want you to forget that your credit card is connected to said thing and they can keep eating away at your wallet it's also like um, I feel like for games that like this that have this aspect of grinding to it, getting that extra income for whatever time or the extra resources or whatever these type of services will offer, because you'd assume most of them will be for live service mm. games. I'm sure there'll be a single player game at some point that tries That's... to do something like this. This has um, Assassin's Creed written all over it, bro. Oh, dude, yeah. This it has Assassin's really Creed does. written all over it. Um, it keeps the players in the game where it's like, yes. oh, I'm going to get that bonus 500,000. I wasn't that off. Maybe I'm going to play more and grind so that when I get that, I can get the new upgrade to my club or whatever it is. Yeah. Um, so it keeps player, it keeps a certain subsect of players engaged as well. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the next question comes from Aldous Slayer, who says, quick question for Fix. As he is the GTA RP man, how much do you think Rockstar is paying attention to GTA roleplay scene? And do you... Do you expect there to be a lot of RP functionality baked into GTA 6 online um, release at launch already without the need of modding? Um, I think we've had a question like this before, but no, I, I, it's not going to happen. It's so, it's so near impossible for, for it to happen in a... The reason no pixel, not just no pixel, but that's the server I play on. The reason that works is because it is limited to 220 people. Of those 220 people, you have people who are dedicated to playing a police officer. You have dedicated admins. You have, as soon as that blows up beyond anything bigger than what it is, it's impossible to manage. And that's why it will never become a mainstream thing because we still have it already. I had, unfortunately, I had somebody come in the server they, we call them no eyebrows in no pixel because you, you, when you load in, you don't have any eyebrows. So you always know when they're a new player. I had a guy come in and he's like, man, my game's running slow. And we're all, I, and I literally look at, I look at, um, I look at the, the, the person I was with and was just like, oh, I don't know what, what's this guy talking about? Trying to hint to the other guy that don't talk about it being a game. You do not. Like, I understand you're new. You're trying yeah. to learn. And she's like, I don't know. I think he might be caught in the Matrix. We're making little jokes and like, in our RP character still. And then we had another guy who comes up to us, sees me, doesn't like me, starts calling me the N-word. And instantly the mod take care of that. That's why it's special. And that's why this community is special. And no pixel and all the other communities out there are special because it's so hardcore. It's so dedicated. GTA is the biggest game on God's given earth. They don't give two craps about what is going on in, in the modding community. They care that it keeps the game relevant and they care that they keep selling yeah. copies of the game, but in the main game, no. And I wouldn't want it to be either. Like, personally, that's yeah. not what I want. If you look at, like, some of the features that are unique to RP also, like, the need to eat and sleep and all that stuff. I don't know if sleeping is, like, one of them, but the need to eat and drink and, and stuff like that, mm -hmm. and even adding signs for shops and opening up shops. They're a lot... They're really too detailed, and if that makes sense, for somebody like Rockstar to add it to a base game. I like can it just see, doesn't make sense I can see that getting added. Those things, but that's what I think on the surface people see RP as. People see the no. little the little circles down the bottom. No, I'm not talking about you specifically. Yeah, yeah. I'm talking about just people in general. They see the little circles down yeah. the bottom, they go, oh, that's GTA RP. You have to eat, and you have to yeah, no, control your stress. 
Bro, that is just a mechanic to keep you moving yeah. like a like a human person. That's yeah. why that mechanic but, is there. It's not because we all care about eating and we all want to eat. It's like, no, a normal human being would eat, would drink, would sleep, would get addicted to weed, would yeah. get a headache, would... There's, there's other mechanics, which I don't want to spoil, um, in case anyone yeah. does decide to play uh, No Pixel, but those are just the basics of it. Like, I right. could I could 100%, if that's the question, see them adding eating and drinking into the game, because why not? If that's, if that's basic It's add. so basic level. Yeah, but it's not... Yeah, it's not everything that GTA it's, RP but has. But that's not to what have. RP and is. Just watching yeah. you, yeah, just watching you play it. There's just so many like small details that wouldn't make sense. Yeah. to be in a GTA game, right? 100%. Unless they're going specifically for RP, and like you mentioned, is like they don't care that it would be too much work for Rockstar to have that running smoothly for them to even think about doing it. They don't want to do that. Like, I don't think they ban people as much as they do for voice comps and stuff like that already. Mm. So it's like why would they go into RP where people are supposed to be role-playing characters and stuff like that? Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. 100%, bro. 100%. Um, thank you very much for your question, though, Slayer. We do appreciate it. Uh, let's jump into Fixer's sack. We've got one from Sarah Squid 69 Remember, you can email in myxboxandmepodcast at gmail.com or hit us up in the Discord or on Twitter with the hashtag MXAM. Thoughts on the furry controller? Uh, used in the Sonic 2 movie promotion by the official Xbox accounts. Do you think furry controllers are the next big thing? What other furry uh, colors would you like to see? If you had a furry controller, how often do you see yourself using it? Uh, How do you think the person who works at the controller R&D felt when he slash she was asked to make a controller that was furry? I did see these, um, <laughs> and I think it's funny. I think it's a funny little thing for them to do um, to help promote the game. You know, like yeah, I th- I think these are a cool collectible item, right? Like if I were to get one of these, I would never use it. But I'd be no. like, hey, I got a Sonic controller. Yeah, right. At the, um, at the end of the day, all this is is the red color controller and the blue color controller with a bit of fur on it. That's all it is. Yeah, they already had Yo, these controllers. Absolutely. It's just how did they add the fur into it? It's like, it's, that's literally all it is at this point. So don't get, I hate to break it down that that, that granularly. I but <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if people who get these controllers and if somebody uses it regularly, after about a month or two, they'd be like, all the fur fell off wherever my grip is. There's yep. no more fur. I can see that happening. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't think, I don't think, unfortunately, fur controllers are the future. No. For Xbox. No, no. Uh, but if I had to have a colored one, I'd like a purple one, please. I like the colors that are there. I'll take Makes sense. Of those. The yellow, a yellow one would look nice, though, as well. Yeah. They could, they should have done Tails one. They did Tails Day. They did Tails Day. I will say that. Hey, did they do Tails Dirty? Who... Uh... I'm not gonna get into it. No, please I was come ask on. Who, care, who cares about tails? That's mad disrespectful, bro. That's disrespectful on so, so many levels. I'm, I'm disappointed in you. I'm I disappointed apologize. in you. You're better than that, Crash. You're better than that. I am. I, I mm, yeah, you're right. I am, but I apologize to all the tail fan, tails fans. Do you know, what did they ever do to you? Uh, nothing. They <laughs> did nothing. Uh, that that's. That's, uh, hey, I guess that's what happens. I guess that it's will like happen. That sometimes. Um, next up, we got reviews, Crash. 
Reviews, reviews, reviews. I ain't a good yeah. one this week, Crash. I've got to be honest with you. I've got to be honest with you. We've oh, got, there's, a, there's a not good review? We've got one on Monday. Uh, okay. We've got one on Monday from Haas? H-A-R-Z. One eight seven six five four three, and it's a one star, okay. a one star. Ooh, and it just says J K R. You know what that's in reference to, right? Yeah, fuck J K Rowling. Fuck J K Rowling. We don't give a crap what you think, like, you know. Like I'll I don't care. I don't. I'll take the one star review, my guy. Like honestly, it's no big deal to me. You know, my morals are not up for sale and my morals are not up for views. I do this podcast because I love it. And hey, you stand with J.K. Rowling, you do you. You do you. That's an absurd thing to give a person a one-star review for. Crash, does it surprise you though? <laughs> no, I, oh, absolutely not. Absolutely not. Uh, we do have a five-star review on my side. Come on, so, let's go. Um, this is from Psych NYC. Okay. Never missing the titles. Never miss an episode. A great pi- uh, podcast. Sin- sincere. Sincere. I don't know what that's supposed to say. Okay. Psych. I, no, right, I don't know. We got to skip. We got to skip. Looking for a fun trio. These hosts love discussing the industry, but don't take jabs or get involved in console wars. They love gaming. They love their audience, and most of all, are always worth listening to just for a good laugh. Keep up the good word. The good word, best S. Thank you very Thank much. You for the review. I feel like that's where we that's where we've headed. I feel like that's where we've Yeah, um yeah, yeah. We're not we're not interested in console wars. We're not interested no. in any of the BS. We're not interested we'll put our opinion out there when they're when when we need to on things, of course. But yeah. Appreciate the five stars, my friends. Remember, go over to uh, Spotify and iTunes, drop us a five star review. It would help a great deal. Crash. What's been in your box, my guy? We've been playing. Um, I've really only played one new thing since last week, which new is Weird. debatable. Mm. <laughs> uh, Fortnite, me, you, and Matt played. We did. We played Fortnite. Um, we did. They took. They got rid of the building. We they... said we'd play it when they got rid of the building. We said that a million times. Mm-hmm. We had to, um, and it was really fun. Like it was best it was really fun that i did not expect i knew it was going to be good there's so many new elements to the game as well that um also helps coming back as a new player like they've got some really cool guns they've got the art styles obviously been updated since the last time i played um the mantling is i think a new thing in this season specifically um but dude i had so much fun with you i had so much fun yeah yeah, like I agree. It wasn't it wasn't PUBG fun, like that type of yeah. back in the day heart pumping type fun. But just knowing that you said it on the stream, just knowing every time we lost or every time we died, it was like, yeah, we got outplayed. We got out yeah. shot, we got out maneuvered, we got out positioned, we got out something, but it wasn't that yeah. some kid <laughs> cranked Crank a 90 90s. on me <laughs> yeah. and that was it, I've lost. Because dying to a tower is annoying. Dying to somebody building around you and trapping you is annoying. There's so there were so many stuff that I just felt like were annoying because me as somebody who doesn't really play Fortnite like that, I could never match that in any sort of significant way. Mm. Where with this, it was like I can beat P 
people in a gunfight. Sure, there's going to be somebody who'll shoot better than me, but like I can still outposition them if I need to. I can still outplay that. Um, and so I never felt I never felt cheated the whole time we played. I also like um, I got on a little bit after you got off with Matt again. Yeah. Um, and we got we did get a victory. Oh um, no! Without me? Yeah, we got done without. Honestly, I think you were <laughs> you were the problem. Oh shit! Um, Damn. Damn. Uh, yeah, I, I never felt cheated. It, it was a really fun time. It's also I want to give Fortnite and Epic credit where it's due. They they are willing to change like core mechanics of the game, which I really like, like the whole running thing, like the way running works and sprinting is you get a gauge now that you can sprint with, um, but you run faster and the sliding and stuff like that, Mm -hmm. adding that in a game as opposed to a sequel. Cause I don't think call of duty's ever done really anything like that. I can't think of PUBG doing anything. Well, like changing the drastically changes the entirety of the game. I get the core. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so like, I just want to give them credit for that. Cause I do think there is risk involved in that. Um, so shout out to them for that. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> I said I could, I could, if, if it get, I think it's that weird thing for me now. I'm in this weird position where I'm like, I don't want to play more cause it's going to get taken away. So that, that yeah. makes me sad. But there's a part of me that goes, have you seen the numbers? People are back. People are playing. There's people who are playing the game for the first time ever yeah like a lot a lot of like old people who used to play fortnite that i've been off of it for a while have gone back and they're like this is a lot of fun the no mm-hmm. building's a lot of fun mm-hmm. and i do think like uh if they added no building way back when we had wanted it i don't think it would be as successful as it is now i agree because i think i think the sprinting the sliding the mantling all that adds to ha- making the game feel like it's more mobile than it would have back then yeah no um, i i totally agree i totally it, it's uh it's a very strange situation for them to be in now because they're going to upset a lot of people. One way or the other, they're going to upset a lot of people because you, you remove the building, to some people you are taking away what Fortnite is. We do have a... a, a oh, we got a question? A leak from... No, not a question, but we do have a story based on it. Oh, bro, um, read it. Let's go. Let's go from, with it now. From, so Fortnite data mining suggests no build mode will be sticking around. Uh, Fortnite data miners have seemingly found confirmation the game's limited time no build mode is here to stay. Building was removed from Fortnite's default mode earlier this week as its chapter 3 season 2 began, but New League suggests that the developer Epic Games plans to include it later as a separate game mode. The HypeX Twitter account, a popular Fortnite newsfeed, claimed that data mining shows that players will be able will have the option to choose between Fortnite's usual building-enabled Battle Royale or its no-build mode when the current season ends. This is further backed by, uh, by the apparent loading screen tip that says, in modes with building-enabled. Which, if I, I think they will bring it back. I think, I wouldn't be surprised if they added all this as, like, sort of, like, if people like it will do it. But with the popularity that it's had, I really would not be surprised to see it come back in a more permanent fashion with the reception it's had. Yeah, it's um, oh, damn that. Okay, that puts me in a very weird predicament there because now I'm worried about the player base. That's the only thing if that now worries me. If it gets too, sp- I know that Fortnite's humongous, obviously. But if it gets yeah. too split, I don't want to be playing against bots. I don't want there to yeah. be any moments that I'm playing against bots and it feels like I'm playing against bots. Because that's instantly, when I mean bots, I mean actual bots, not bots as in bad players. Because I think that's where yeah. it will in- instantly lose me because I will no longer feel that sense of achievement. 
Right. Right. So um, yeah, so it's a. It's I think an interesting that's a time will tell situation. Unfortunately. Unfortunately, that's all we got. But I had a lot of fun playing with you guys. I can't wait to hear Matt's. Um, Matt's to Bob on it. I guess to hear what he has to say when he comes on uh, on next week's episode. But yeah, I I, oh, I loved it. I loved it. It brought me yeah. back into my into my element, which was nice. It was nice to be back. It was nice playing Fortnite. It was nice not stressing about Fortnite and sweating. It was just us having a good time playing video games. And it's something I haven't done in a long time, so. Agreed. Let's get into this week's dashboard. Uh, first piece of news. Microsoft officially reveals Xbox Game Studios publishing Cloud Division. Uh, Microsoft, should we try that again? Microsoft officially talked about its Xbox Game Studio publishing cloud gaming division at GDC 2020. This division is working to create, quote, cloud narrative, end quote, games for the Xbox ecosystem. Native, not cloud. narrative, yeah. native. Thank you. In a, uh, I knew it when I said it. In the presentation, as shared by VGC, a senior director of cloud gaming, Kim Swift, Talked about uh, the process of developing uh, developers working with the publisher um, organization. Unlike streaming a game through Xbox Game Pass Ultimate, a cloud native game would uh, theoretically be processed almost entirely server side before then being streamed to a player's device. It is big news. It doesn't sound like it, and it probably don't won't. It probably won't come to fruition fully for maybe a couple of years but getting developers in bed with you on the grand level for this is how xclad will become successful because they have to keep growing that system they have to keep growing all of what they are trying to achieve over there and having a dedicated studio slightly um publishing studio for clad stuff is a very smart thing for xbox to do yeah, I I agree. Um, which to be fair, we should have seen this coming since last year, since the news of uh, Kim Swift got hired. Yep. Um, but this is, I think, this is part of the course with Xbox. What they should be doing. Mm. Um, I'm interested to see what cloud native games look like when we officially start getting them. Which, like you said, I don't think in any like real capacity. I think we. We might get like a small game here or there, but I don't yeah. think we'll get really anything important until like four or five years. Maybe this will be something that I think longer. goes under the radar for a while. Like it's it's Agreed. it's now being talked about. The process of working with people will begin, but we won't we won't understand quite how significant this will be in the streaming world for a few years to come. Would be my belief. I could be wrong. I could be totally wrong. There could be people who are ready to go instantaneously but i just yeah no i don't think so we're still not there yet with internet yeah i think that's the biggest worry with like all cloud things is like you cut off such a big portion of people when it's a cloud only service um if they don't have access to good internet mm -hmm. um which like not everything's for everybody unfortunately and so there's nothing you can do if you want to create a product like that um but it is unfortunate for the people who don't have great internet. And it's not even like there's people in America and I'm sure the UK as well 100%. who don't have good internet as well. Not even thinking about like some of the other countries that might not have as great internet as well. Yeah, a hundred, hundred percent.
Next news story, Xbox ID has generated over 2.5 billion, that's B for billion, in revenue for indie developers. Microsoft shared a recap of Xbox ID's uh, program, ID at Xbox program, sorry, uh, history on Thursday with some major milestones and updates on how far the program has come since 2013. According to Microsoft via the Xbox Wire, the Idea Xbox program has paid out $2.5 billion in revenue for indie developers since its creation. The last milestone for the program was $500 million paid out back in 2017, meaning an additional $2 billion was paid in the last five years. Other interesting stats, including how the program now encompasses... Uh, Encompasses? Encompasses? Has over 4,600 developers across 94 countries. Uh, Microsoft, Microsoft has also seen success with the idea Xbox games launching directly into Game Pass. Microsoft claims that an average uh, Xbox Game Pass subscriber plays 40% more games compared to someone that isn't subscribed. Microsoft's recent Idea Xbox showcase it highlighted some of the games, uh, recent games coming through the program, including Shredders, Tunic, and Trek to uh, Yami. I know I've I've had the honor and privilege to interview some people who've worked at Idea Xbox. I have made um, some. I've I've had lunch with some of these people. Uh, these are the people that I've I've seen at EGXs and all the trade shows that I've been. Um, some of them have now moved on, unfortunately. But this team cares, and I'm so happy to see um, everyone who's involved in this it coming together and it working. Because 2.5 billion for indie developers is nothing to sneeze at. That's oh, a lot of money. It's a lot, a lot of money. And I'm sure the indie developers that... Not everyone sees success on the same level, but um, I'm sure some of the indie developers that have seen some major success from this are very happy and being able to put money back into their, their art at the end of the day, the thing they love to do. That's all, we're, that's all most people are trying to do is just live off of the thing they actually enjoy doing instead of having to go and do their, their normal nine to five. And I'm happy that the idea Xbox program is um allowing people to do so yeah absolutely um i think this is this is big news i don't think it'll get talked about as much as no. it should be um but yeah shout out to idea at xbox shout out to all the indie developers that are part of it that have seen success through it that have gotten security i think security like you mentioned is a huge thing for a mm -hmm. lot of um developers and people in general even outside of developers um so yeah this is just like th i honestly this is like a feel-good story next one ghostwire tokyo developer tango gameworks working on a non-horror game not to be forgotten that the uh <laughs> by tango gameworks now owned by microsoft we Right yeah. now, we're still in that weird place where Ghostwire Tokyo has just came out. Um, I've decided to wait on it. I saw reviews. I I've saw reviews, yeah. and I've already said that I was lukewarm on it. Uh, anyway, I think I was offered a code for it, just full transparency. Like I could have got a code that said, no, I'm good. Um, it's just other games I'd rather be playing. I'd rather have started Elden yeah. Ring. I would rather be playing Tiny Tina. I would rather be doing many other things then playing this unfortunately so i think i'm just gonna wait for it to come to series x and then play it when it comes out then yeah um the reviews are kind of up and down they're not bad they're, they're up and down bad. no they're, they're sevens yeah 
A seven, seven, yeah. eight, which there is absolutely nothing wrong with a seven. I am oh, of the mind of not. that. It's not so much the number, it's, it's kind of what they're play. saying. And it's come out at a really yeah. strange period for it's weird again for third parties, but PlayStation are probably very happy with it because they've got nothing first party to then be publishing on their own. So it worked perfectly yeah. in their in their heads when they, it was owned by Bethesda on its own, but now Xbox yeah. owned them, it's like I don't know. It feels like even the promotion for it's been... So I, I can't... I don't know about over in the US, but I know in the UK, they were sending out the, like PR influencer packages, right? And it was just a PlayStation headset inside them. And I was like, oh. <laughs> that's smart. That's smart. Like, yeah. like, let the people know. But yeah, it was, it was an interesting one. Um, but this article is about the non-horror game that they're working on. In an interview with Fumats, uh, Fumatsu, uh, transcribed by VGC, uh, Mi, Miyamaki uh, revealed that the future of Tango Gameworks uh, comes with two major changes. Uh, for one, the founder wants Tango Gameworks to create more non-horror games and change the studio's reputation uh, reputation for focusing on terrifying genre on the terrifying genre uh, of course it's nice to to have fans think of us as a studio with a reputation for developing survival horror games uh mia and maki said admitted but we also uh want to be viewed as a studio that can create a wider variety of games to this effect uh john jonas the director of the evil within 2 is working on a brand new game outside the horror genre for which miyamaki um is apparently excited quote it's a really good game so keep your eyes peeled end quote kind of a nothing statement here if we're being totally yeah. honest about it but did did i didn't view it's i know they've only put out survival horror games and horror games but i never actually only viewed them as that hello my xbox and me faithful how are you all i know i just finished talking in the middle of a sentence kind of weird i get it uh, unfortunately during today's podcast i my internet is still currently dead right now so we're in a bit of a predicament. We couldn't end this week's podcast. We couldn't plug, plug, plug. We couldn't finish the news stories. We couldn't do any of that good stuff. And for that, I apologize. There is nothing I can do about it. I am literally mere hours away right now from jumping on an airplane and coming to the United States of America for the very first time. Yay me, I know. But uh, I do want to say thank you all for watching. Thank you all for listening. I didn't want to just put out an abrupt episode where it ends all weirdly. I don't know if the episode's going to make it out because right now I have no internet and I've got a border plane, which means I'm going to be 14 hours in the future or maybe the past. I'm not too sure. Uh, I don't know how all this works. But until next time, thank you all for watching. I will love you, leave you, and see you all later. Thank you for listening to me.